If you want more from Dee and her sister and partner in crime, Rhonda, check out Switchblade Sisters Social Club, a true crime podcast where two sisters exploit their worst fears for your entertainment. You're welcome. And I'm the founder of The Beauty of Our Dreams. I help empath entrepreneurs with their businesses and streamlining their work life and their personal life and all that kind of stuff. So I have here with me Tracy. Hi everyone. I'm Tracy. I have a little gift shop in Church Street called Miss Pretty London, which is where Dee and I first met. Yes, we did. We met over crystals. We have a cute meet, don't we? We do. My shop sells lots of little spiritual bits and pieces and giftware, and Dee came in one day, and I think you saw the sparkle counter, didn't you, of all the gemstone rings? Correct, yes. And (laughs) came in and helped train me on gemstones and label all of my jewellery with correct stones. Because she had these beautiful necklaces and rings and all sorts. By the way, she has a website, so you can check it out. Yeah, so we just had lots of fun playing with crystals, yeah. didn't we? And I think our friendship just grew from there. Yeah, we bonded over our love of crystals. But more importantly, I think we bonded over our love of the moon. That's what we're doing here today, right? Yes. Recording our new moon podcast, We Knew the Moon. We're super excited about this project of ours, aren't we? Yeah. Because it's something, I don't know about you, that I could read about the moon for ages. I could talk about the moon for ages. I love listening to stuff about the moon. Well, I think there's so much to it. I mean, it's more than just a ball in the sky, as you'll learn through our series. There is so much to learn. It can be a big part of your life, but it can also be quite complicated as well. So we wanted to just break down the moon in a 12-part series, a guide to all the different phases and what moon signs are and incorporating a bit of zodiac astrology in there. So it's simple to follow. It's not overwhelming. And hopefully it'll be a useful tool that we use in our day-to-day life. And I think it's very important to say that there are lots of elements to sort of following the moon and, and introducing the moon into your lifestyle and your planning and in business and in your personal life. But don't let yourself get overwhelmed. Don't feel like you have to take on all of the aspects of following the moon in one go. Start with, you know, learning a bit more about the full moon and the new moon. And then maybe learn a bit more about the different phases. And then maybe look at your moon sign stuff. And you don't need to beat yourself up about it either if you have missed a moon phase or some kind of ritual that you thought you need to do it's not about that is it it's about just being a bit more in tune with nature and the cycles and your cycles and what the moon's doing and how and what it does to affect you that can be liberating i think sort of understanding a bit more like why am i feeling like this oh it's because it's this phase of the moon and i always feel like this at this phase of yeah. the moon yeah i think i don't know about you Dee, but once you start to understand the phases and how they affect you a lot of the pieces of the jigsaw kind of click into place and that's exactly what we want to explain through the series so exactly. hopefully we just have a bit more of a guide but before we go on to talking about the moon we just wanted to do a quick intro about us so you know who you're listening to and if you guys ever have any questions for us please feel free to pop them on our social media yeah we've got an um, email address hello at we knew the moon dot 
co.uk. Sorry, it's just such an project there. <laughs> First time I said that out loud, I think. Um, we've also got Facebook and Instagram, we.new.the.new. And also we've got a website, weknewthemoon.co.uk, where you can sign up to our mailing list, where we will send you the moon faces and what it might mean for you, personalized moon faces, you'll get that notification straight into your inbox. So you don't have to worry too much about following it because we know you all have busy lives. So let us do that bit for you. We give you plenty of warning when we send the emails out so that you have time to prepare. So you'll get an email, for example, about the new moon or the full moon a couple of days before. And we have already started our social media and we've been lucky to get some people posting some questions and emailing in some questions and some comments about their moon life. <laughs> That's right. We did do a shout out these past couple of weeks with a picture of us. If you want to check out what we look like, still up there on a rainy day in Glastonbury. Do you remember our hair day? Mm. Oh, we haven't got much makeup on, so we're not yeah. looking our best. No, we're keeping it real. And FYI, this was a pre-COVID Glastonbury trip. We're it obviously was. being very safe. Yeah. But yeah, it was very, it was really exciting, wasn't it? Because it was your first was time to Glastonbury good. and it's a place that is just so lovely. We went to the Goddess Temple and sat in there for a bit and walked around all the shops, which is just like our playground. I tried to get Tracy to get tattooed. She said no, but I succeeded in the end. Planning our next trip when it's physically possible for us both to be in a car together. Because by the way, we're recording this just post-lockdown from COVID to 2020. We are social distance recording as well. So if we make reference to that or you wonder why we're talking about social distancing when we're far ahead into the future and hopefully COVID is long gone. But anyway, on some more positive things. Yeah, so we did a call out to you to ask if you had any questions. Luckily, we didn't get any rude ones today. Oh, disappointing. I know. Disappointing. And so, one of the first questions is, Dee and Trace, if you had to describe each other in three words, what would it be? Want to go first, Dee? Oh. Brave. Oh. I know, like a lot of people who are brave and strong, that you don't feel particularly brave and strong. No. Because a lot of people who've been through so much feel broken. But the fact that you've managed to get through so much, I'm just in awe. First, the fact that you've managed to open up a shop is, you know, super impressive to me because that's a big, scary, real, in-person life thing, isn't it? Having a bricks and mortar building um, and business. And the fact that you've made it just so amazing. I really love your shop as well because it kind of feels like, it feels like just the hub of a community, you know? Because not only did I meet you, but I've met lots of other people. Like, you, your shop and your energy has brought people to you, which I think is, um, uh, brings me on to my second word, which is compassionate. Definitely bonded over the fact that we're both empaths and the joys and the challenges shall we say of being an empath but the fact that you're super compassionate is just such a lovely thing to have in my life and also feisty oh but feisty in such a joyous way for me as an onlooker because like i'm quite loud and i'm arab and i'm like over the top and extravagant in a lot of things i'm very extra i know this so i don't think people are surprised when i'm feisty but when you have your feisty moments, because those of you who don't know Tracy, she's so petite and she's so warm and lovely. I find you a very calm energy as well. So that when you have your little, as you say, your little Scorpio tail that comes yeah. out, 
I find it hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, there's a bit of Scorpio in my sign, which means that, yeah, I get what Dee was saying. That I, I, most of the time, I'm like the little girl with the curl in her forehead that I'm really, really nice. And then if something, and it takes a lot, but if something really gets to me, this inner little monster comes out, stings mm-hmm. right where it hurts, which is a horrible way of putting it, but <laughs> I think it is the Scorpio. But see, you say that you, limit you made it sound really vengeful. Yeah. But I don't see it like that. I feel like when that side of you has come out, you've not gone over the top. You're not like overly cruel or anything no. like that. You've just stood up for yourself. And to be honest, in a very polite way most yeah. of the time, but it's just, it's just really, I find it lovely. Because oh. <laughs> I want you to stand up for yourself, obviously. I don't oh. want anyone to walk over you. Well, so those are my three words for you. Oh, thank you, Dean. But, lovely. You that know, was quite emotional, actually. Oh, what's here to my eye? I've used so many more than three words, but also I just wanted to say, because I was trying to think, and I've written this down as I was talking, that um, think of you as someone who creates this zen-like space physically and mentally and emotionally. Because being around you is very, you have a very calming effect. You're shocked is like physical representation of that it's it's like calming and joy bringing to even just walk into your shop so i've got here that you're like an emotional interior designer oh that's fancy isn't it i love that wow. you, should, you should rebrand yourself as emotional interior, interior designer, designer. <laughs> oh see that's lovely i've got quite a lot to live up to now because my words aren't as fancy imagine people listening at home and they're like tracy's nothing like that <laughs> no, i think you've summed me up Especially with spicy Scorpio bit, I love that bit. I never expected you to say that, but as you were explaining it, that's really lovely. Thank you. Okay, so D again, I struggled to find three words because there's so many. D is the most loyal friend that I know, and loyal came top of my list. D never has a bad word to say about anyone. You can't even coax it out of her. If you're having a, if you want a bit of a moan about something, see, you just go, uh huh, uh huh, and then she will see the positive situation, which is very uncommon. Dee brings out this really lovely, loyal side to anyone. It's just a really positive person to be. And if you're having a day where you do feel, and we all have days where we need to grumble about something, Dee will always bring out this positive side of, yeah, but maybe it wasn't meant in that way, or maybe, and it's just such a nice, level pissy amounts. So You're making me sound really nice. Loyal was the first one. <laughs> and with that comes two other words as well. I'm sorry Dee, I've chosen more than three. That's alright, I talked um, for ages about your three words. <laughs> so caring and honest, which I think I mentioned in the loyal side of things. Dee's super honest and we've always had this pact, don't we Dee, that we say if we upset each other or if we annoy each other or if we're especially doing this new series, if there's something we do that we don't like or we've always agreed to be honest. But honest, I don't think we needed to do that anyway because we have this honest feeling between us where we just say it how it is. Yeah, and we're also the type to apologise. <laughs> Even when we haven't annoyed each other, we're apologising. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, making sure each other's like, hey, making sure each other's happy. Um, in fact, we had to do an agreement where it was like, let's stop reassuring each other and just make sure that we're honest with each other mm-hmm. if we're not okay. Um, so, yeah, caring, honest and loyal. That was just my first word, Dee. I'm sorry, there's more. <laughs> um, so Dee's oh, I can a- listen to this all day. Keep yeah. talking. <laughs> Dee's an Aries, sun sign. And I knew that as part of her job, the beauty of our dreams she was a business consultant and how people manage and organize and she knew all sorts of clever shortcuts for business and how to 
make yourself super efficient in your working day. Um, but setting up the series with her, I didn't realise how organised he was. Oh, but I feel like I found in you, like, my little spreadsheet twin. <laughs> yes, we both right? spreadsheet. We love a spreadsheet. We have joint spreadsheets now, yes. which is just so cool because, like, yeah, I spend a lot of time sort of showing people these tips and tricks. So to work with someone who already knows them and... Yeah, so I'm moving from there, guys, so there's a bit of organising me. So I've definitely met my match with me, who is super organised. I think you're more organised than me. As soon as we set this up, Dee was like, I have a folder, we've got a shared folder, everything's filed away, we've got a thing with passwords on. And super driven as well, like Dee is really, really energetic with her Aries manner. So she's not only organised, but she's so driven and enthusiastic in all the work she does. So organised is my second word. <laughs> the third one, I thought funny. Oh, okay. You I mean, are, I think I'm fucking hilarious. You are hilarious. <laughs> Dee has quite, I think, sometimes a dry sense of humour. Her one-liners she comes out with just crack me up and it's so quick as well well I'm like, how did she just think that up so quickly like the other day she came into my garden and michael had been digging a hole and Dee was like who are you burying over there <laughs> i'm like oh dear. there's just like that quick of true, true crime obsession make me smile so much and she's got a lizard called sam captain sam captain Holes. sam holes sorry um what is he who's a Bearded dragon. Bearded dragon. Oh, my baby. Calling him a lizard. Oh, no, he is a lizard. He is a lizard. And he has a sexy leg, doesn't he, Dave? Oh, sometimes he's got two sexy legs. He has his pose. Maybe you could post him on Oh, we'll post it on our social media, yeah. But just look at that picture and look at the description and you will get her humour straight away of why she's hilarious. And I have to use that word. The thing about Captain Sam, I have to talk about him now because, you know, we're very much animal people, by the yeah. way, so you'll probably hear a lot about our pets. And you'll probably see pictures of them. Probably post pictures, yeah. Wow. Tracy's got two dogs. I've got a dog, a cat, a snake, and Captain Sam. Um, my mum calls him the captain, and she makes him little food parcels because he loves rocket oh, salad, and she grows it in her garden. <laughs> but basically, he looks... The reason why he's been given the rank of captain is because he looks super noble a lot of the time. From the waist up, he looks like he's addressing the nation, like he's giving... He's rallying the troops, he's making some kind of presentation or some speech, you know, he's attending some inauguration, and then from the waist down, he kind of loses it in terms of nobility, doesn't he? Because his legs either look super silly, or he's got them sticking out, toes pointed, real sexy. That's the sexy leg that we're talking about. So I will post uh, an array of photos of... Captain Sam and probably all our other furries and scalies. Oh, huh? should we should? Yeah. So, um, so when you see that post, please um, add your furries. Yeah, we would and love if to see that. they've got a sexy leg, if they've got sexy legs, we want to see that even Definitely. more. Definitely. Well, next question, Dave. We've got another one. Um, so, KGS Doodle Prince asks, "How did you guys get into move stuff?" So, my full name is Diana, and it's spelled Diana. And Diana, as you know, or Diana, as you pronounce it in England and America, is the moon goddess. So she, yeah, so goddess of the moon and of hunting, which is a bit weird because I'm vegetarian, but I think of it more as in like hunting for what you want in life, you know, going out and getting what you want rather than actually killing animals because I don't do that. Um, And when you do a bit more research about the goddess Diana, 
um, you find out that she's actually also the goddess of witches and lesbians. So, um, yeah, so sounds like just a pretty cool date, really. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I've always been interested in that. I always found like the Romans and the Greeks and everything fascinating in history and learning about their different gods and everything. Um, you know, just really interesting, isn't it? Just it lovely is. stories. I mean, you've got to follow the moon if your name means moon goddess. Do you know what I mean? I'm like obliged. Like, so, yeah, of course. so that's where I first got into learning a bit more about not just my history, but also, um, you know, the history of my name, which then got me interested in investigating the moon a bit more. So, yeah, that's, that was how I got started on this journey. My name doesn't have such a lovely meaning. Um, so I won't go on to that. But oh, your full name is gorgeous. Though. My surname's pretty, which is original. Yeah. But like I, her um, surname, your surname is actually pretty. It's, a, yeah. it's not a pretty surname. Her surname it's is pretty. pretty. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I didn't describe that very well. And with me in the moon, I think it was something which has been part of my life. Like Dee said, growing up and experiencing new things. It's always been there. I don't know whether I chose to follow the moon though, or if the moon just kind of chose follow me it's really affected my life you think the moon is like yeah. your groupie yeah <laughs> yeah the things that chose to like affect me so deeply especially on full moons you know and we will talk about this in our series of how it makes you feel super sensitive it's in my family my granddad was quite a sensitive person my auntie was uh, very sensitive she used to go into house and bad in the walls my grandma was used to be teeny. I've only recently learned this from my mum as well. So there's definitely like a spiritual path in my family which has caused sensitivity to the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, my mum's an empath which she's recently learnt as a bi and it's that sensitivity really which has driven us almost like a fating life to just kind of follow it and learn about it and when you love discovering something it just And when you so read naturally. about it and you're like, oh my god, yes. I thought I was being weird but this there's an actual name for this or like when I found out I was an empath like learning yeah. what a, do you know when when you probably had the same um when you've just kind of grown up being told you're oversensitive you're overreacting or you, you know all of these things or yeah. you know not understanding why you feel so down when you personally don't you feel like you have anything to be down about and then I remember when I found the book by Judith Orloff and I recommended it to you and just reading it it's called The Empath Survival Guide if you think you're an empath if anything we've just talked about rings a bell sounds you know familiar to you then I really recommend it you read through and you learn about all these things that are linked to being an empath and more importantly what you can do to help protect yourself and bolster up your defenses Mm. so that you're not worn down by everyone else's emotions and so you're not like like visualization techniques, boundaries, setting boundaries, most important one. Yeah. All these day-to-day things you can do so you don't get drained and you look after yourself. Self-care. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. self-care. And it's just being really more understanding, like with the following the moon, being a bit more understanding of how you are going to just be naturally at different times of the month, um, or the lunar cycle or your cycle or whatever, just being more forgiving to yourself and not beating yourself up when during this time where every single time at this point in time you cannot do maths for example don't don't schedule around it and do your accounts another time of that month for example don't, don't fight it 
Yeah, don't fight it and then beat yourself up about it. Yeah, and understanding, like Dee says, and accepting that this is, this is just how it is right now, and it will pass, mm-hmm. and it will get better. Yeah. And so by having that, like I say, the moon is a big impact on both of us, and I think by having by just accepting it in your life, following it, Mm-hmm. It's a big game changer. And if this sounds woo-woo to you, um, it probably doesn't, because otherwise why would you be listening to this yeah. in the first place? I, for one, am one that absolutely love when science and woo-woo meet. You know, when you've got, like, evidence, you know, scientific evidence, or at the very least some real anecdotal evidence of things. I love that. Yeah. Um, because I feel like I do have a kind of very logical brain, and I struggle to believe stuff, even if I love the stories and the ideas behind things I struggle to believe and follow stuff no, unless you need some facts in there as yeah well. that's just me um, and but when you read into the effect of the moon I mean there's you know in language there's such a long history of people believing that the moon affects affects people lunatics for example and the loony bin you know the fact that you can read about how police officers dread the full moon because there are normally more cases of you know people being disruptive. And same thing in asylums, that, you know, patients are more um, agitated. Someone posted on my Facebook recently that they work in a newborn unit in a hospital, and they dread full moons for that very reason, that the babies are unsettled. I always experience the full moon causing people to drive in a very dreamy, trance-like state. And I can count every single full moon because I walk home about half an hour walk and I have to cross about three of the of zebra, no, pelican crossing this way to press the button and I am super careful on full moon because every single time and it's only on full moon will cars skip red lights one journey home they did it twice because the full moon and we'll discuss it in our full moon episode can make you feel a bit watery it makes you feel a little bit dreamy it can be bad for concentration because it's very much a which can drive you down this channel of maybe not being in the present moment. And I always experience bad riding when it's in me. And it makes me a bit mad, but then it's expected now. And it's not just coincidence, it happens quite well, a lot. It's so good that you can prepare for other people's stupidity. Yeah, I don't wait for the green man anymore, I just wait for the cars to stop. I have just, a little challenge for us ooh. because. We have got on our website, links to it on our social, on our Facebook and our Instagram as well. We've got this survey that we're asking people to fill in. We ask you to fill in a little survey, partly because we're new at this and we would love to understand you guys a bit more. Yeah, we want to know you. Yeah, and like, what do you love about the moon? What do you want to know more about? What do you find difficult to follow, etc., etc.? So I thought if we're going to ask people to fill in the survey, it's only fair for us to answer the questions too, right? Oh, okay. I didn't know about it. The first question is, what is your star sign, your sun sign? I should say that people call it star sign, sun sign, zodiac sign. Okay, I'm a Taurus. I'm Aries. And what about moon sign? Virgo. And mine is Aquarius. We're going to talk more about that I think in our next episode, aren't we, moon yeah. signs? So don't worry if you don't know what your moon sign is. We will talk about that more. But it basically reflects more your sort of internal emotional side, doesn't it? Yeah, so your sun is your outer personality and your moon is your inner. But next podcast, you're going to cover it. Soon, so I will cover it all, yeah. <laughs> all right, so this is a fun one. What words do you associate with the moon? And we've given a couple. 
So astrology, nature, space, witches, cheese, waxing, sky, mystery, spiritual, gravity, emotions, planets. For me, I would say definitely nature and mystery and spiritual, if I had to pick three. Do you know, I made that list, so that's clearly everything I think of (laughs) when I think of the moon, including cheese, very Wallace and Gromit, I know. So yeah, I would say all of those words That is a very good insight into my brain and the moon. So I wrote that. The next question, do you follow the moon cycle? I think that it's quite obvious that we do. But I have to say that I'm learning so much doing all the research for this podcast that I am the first to admit that I don't know half as much as I would love to about the moon. (laughs) And I'm always looking for more ways to incorporate it more because I feel like it's the one path want of a better word, that rings the most true to me and affects me the most. The next question is super fun. I love this one. Have you ever done the following as part of the moon cycle? So moon bath, intentions, moon circles, crystal cleansing, meditation, moon gazing, rituals, spells. Now it's important to say that this is a point where you have to remember that it shouldn't be overwhelming. So you don't have to do all of these things at every phase of every moon, right? No, because otherwise, I mean, full moon's a very relaxing, like I say, dreamy, reflecting time. It's not new moon, it's a time when you're supposed to take a step back. And as a to-be, like, there can be a time when you're like, right, I must do my crystals, I must have the bath, I must do this. And you almost need a full moon checklist. That you Which we are working on making, aren't we? <laughs> exactly. But, like but it shouldn't said, feel like an obligation, should it? Pick it should... and choose a few and then mix them up a bit. Yeah. The last full moon, I had my moon bath. I always try and have a moon bath. But if I don't have time, I don't beat myself up about it. I try and look after my crystals. But I have so many of them now that that becomes a massive chore in itself to wash them and put them all out. So I just try and pick the few that are calling out to me or that I know that I'm using a lot, that I will be using. I am not a ritual girl. I don't do spells. Yeah, I love a good moon bath. And you know how much I've been struggling because for the last however long, several months, my bath was out of action because of a leak. This is why I mean she's hilarious. The Mercury went into retrograde. We've just finished. Woo-hoo. I feel um, it. On the first better. two days of Mercury in retrograde, I get a picture of D. Again, we could maybe put this on the side. Oh, wow. I'll happily share. I put it on my Facebook and people shared it. Hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was don't even know me. It's but basically a picture of my ceiling that caved in as a result of these leaks. It turned out to be four leaks instead of one. And um, so we fixed one, then fixed another one. Didn't realize there's two more leaks. And so my ceiling caved in. I literally came into my kitchen, saw that the ceiling came in, like caved in, massive big hole in it, stank because it's like damp. And, oh, I just, and I love my kitchen. I love baking. I love cooking. So this is like, where can mercury hurt me the most? By putting my bathtub out of action and then causing it to make my kitchen implode. And I literally turned around, started crying a little bit, and drove to my mum's house and sat in my mum's garden. My parents are shielding at the moment because my dad is particularly very vulnerable and just talked to my mum through her window about how shitty adulting is. Felt really bad in hindsight because I was telling her off. I was like, all those years as a teenager when I wanted to be an adult and I thought it was going to be so cool being an adult and I could do what I want, why didn't you sit me down and tell me that being an adult is actually having really long-winded, painful conversations with your content and, and your building's insurance company and spending money on things that bring you no joy whatsoever. Adulting is hard. It's <laughs> yeah, not it is. fun. So the proper wind. On days that I feel more positive, I'm like, 
I am lucky that I even have a roof to cave in, you know? Well, he decided that it couldn't really get any worse, and to lift himself up, here comes the positive bit, and does a little dance in front of the hole in the ceiling, which is the post I'm talking about. Where oh, that one? Yeah. <laughs> where, you know, you've got big hole in the ceiling, you can't have your moon bath, you can't make your little cake, so you just dance around it. Yeah, for Why 21 not? seconds. Yeah, yeah, make you smile. Yeah, I think I might have been drunk though. Yeah, <laughs> but you've got to be if that happens to your house. Drink responsibly, everyone. Yeah, definitely. But do drink. I can't remember <laughs> what the question was now. Oh, I don't know. I think so. I think okay, so. Oh, what we do at like um, noon. Oh, yeah. 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 So next question is. Oh, can I just talk about something else that I I started? Um, which I think falls into this category, this question, is I've started a lunar diary. Now, I, for ages, have been making notes about how I feel on different days in my diary and whatever. But in terms of comparing how you are at the same phase every month, it's quite difficult to flick through a diary. And do you know what I mean? Even those apps, like if you have period apps, lots of people have period apps where they note their mood um, or, you know, like self-care apps where you note your mood. But... I didn't have a system of comparing, like, what am I like every full moon, for example, or every new moon? So I started a lunar diary, which I really recommend, um, where I have it divided up into four different categories, so the four sort of quarters of the moon. I've not bothered with any more phases, because that's too many, (laughs) you know? Um, And so every, every full moon, I go through a full moon chapter of my notebook, And I write the date and I write how I'm feeling during that full moon. So I have pages where I can compare all together what I'm like on every full moon. That's such a good idea. I don't know if I've explained that well, but you know what I mean? Like all of my full moon moods are all together. All my new moon moods are together. And those are the ones I focus on, but sometimes I write the in-between bits. Are you noticing a pattern? Yeah. In PMS mode, I am not really angry. I'm very tearful. Um, I cry at everything. Um, so my full moon time was super emotional, you know what I mean? Where yeah. like, honestly, it's so good that we've got like TV where we don't have to watch commercials anymore because those would set me off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's changing a bit. And then the new moon period, I feel very invigorated and very motivated, like very much like, yay, let's go and do this. And like bursts of energy. Well, this is why we are very busy ladies who are in hopefully October are going to be launching a lunar diary, which will incorporate a lot of the stuff that we talk about here on our podcasts and a lot of the bits that we put on the website. And it will be your diary as well that you can use for your day to day life, to put all your jobs in there and your meetings. But we wanted it to be a bit of an encyclopedia of knowledge as well. So there's going to be packed pages of info about all the planets essential oils, crystals. But laid out super easy, so you just can open up your diary and see what you might be interested to know about that phase, that week, etc. Okay, so next question. Which of the following would you be interested in learning more about? The moon cycles and how they affect my life? Zodiac of the moon? The science of the moon and its cycle? Moon rituals? Nothing or other. <laughs> what if I said nothing? Nothing. nothing. I am an expert. Well, then you're the best person for the <laughs> podcast. Then. Um, I am always interested to learn more about the moon, and it doesn't surprise me still when there's new trinkets that can add to the knowledge. You know, yesterday was Flying Ant Day. I was desperately trying to search if the moon had anything to do with that, 
And when the water, when the river does something crazy, because we live very close to the River Thames, I always like to learn what the moon has got to do with that. For me, all of it, actually. <laughs> everything. All of it. Yeah, for me too, everything, I think, is the answer. All of the stories, like there's so many cultures, for example. As much as I love science, I also love the sort of folklore like side of things. And... But there's so many, almost every culture has some kind of story about the moon, yeah. has some, normally some kind of story about people changing at the moon time, like werewolves. The hair-gazing moon as well, you know, there's a very old symbol of a hair-gazing over a moon, which in sort of pagan and very old traditions means a symbol of fertility and rebirth. Yeah. Every culture, every religion, every generation has had some kind of dialogue or discourse about the moon, right? Quite often about it being mysterious, um, this idea of rebirth and cycles and so forth quite often also about it being more the shadowy element the mysterious element quite often represents the bits we don't really know or understand very well doesn't it yeah which is actually the most exciting part yeah. i think yeah. yeah so next question is do you have any of the following moon books moon podcasts we now have our very own moon podcast <laughs> moon memorabilia moon cards moon apps we're so. surrounded right now with all of our all moon, of our moon stuff. shit. <laughs> um, so much moon stuff. We do. We've got, um, what else have we got here, Dean? Crystals. Yeah, we've got the crystals. Bath salts. Bath salts. Um, we're not in the bath right now, actually. Yeah. I should say. We're in Tracy's garden. Yeah. Pelican just flew over us. Is that a pelican? No, that's not. That's a heron. A heron. <laughs> oh, I'm so into my nature. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> I have an app on my phone that I can check every day what it's doing if I need to. Mm -hmm. um, we don't become, expect anyone to become astrologers here. No. And be tracking, doing but cartology we, and whatever. Reference, we've actually got the widget on our website as well. So if yeah. you visit our website, again, advertisement to you, but it's very useful. Is there a thing on there which tells you straight away what sign the moon is in and what phase it's in. And that's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah, exactly. The next question is, what do you identify as? And we've got some examples, pagan, witch, goddess, spiritualist, none of these other. And this is one that I always ask myself as well. Have you found your name, Dean? No, not really. So I'd love oh. to hear people's suggestions. See, I think it will come. Yeah. I, this is the thing that you can't push in time. So I actually think that the thing I relate to most is empath. Yeah. Because I think too. that covers most of, that leads me into self-care, which leads me to the spiritual stuff and, you know, knowing myself a bit more, being more self-aware. Empath seems to sit well. Yeah. And that's not to say it won't change over the period exactly. of time. So I would say that I don't have a name either, it's more empath. People come in my shop and obviously know that I'm something and they can't find my name either. I've had a guy, no conversation, I was selling him something for Mother's Day and he just stopped me point blank and he says, are you wicked? And it's very hard to like, no, I'm not wicked, but you're in the right direction, but yeah. I can't help you. But again, Dee, no name for me. Just maybe well, send in your suggestions. Pass. What are we? Yes, what are we? <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no cruel comments. Tell us what you identify as. We'd love to hear it. It's nice to meet you all. Thank yeah. you for listening. Thank you. Check out our website, weknewthemoon.co.uk, Instagram and Facebook, we.new.the.moon. Yeah, send us an email. Hello at weknewthemoon.co.uk. I think those are all of our... That's awesome. All our links, which I'll post in the show notes anyways. But catch you next time. Bye. Bye.
If you enjoyed that and you want more from us, why don't you head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash we knew the moon, and check out some bonus content. Also, if you want to stay up to date, you can follow us on our Facebook page at we.new.the.moon. If you could leave us a review on our Facebook page, that would mean a lot. Our Instagram handle is the same as our Facebook, at we.new.the.moon. We are on Twitter at WeKnewTheMoon1, and we are also on Pinterest. Just search for We Knew the Moon. Finally, if you want lots more fun, moon info, and all things spiritual, plus our lovely shop, please visit our website, WeKnewTheMoon.co.uk. 